Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. Happy Boxing Day to everyone, and good morning to you as well. Nick McVicker in studio, joined through the Garage Door Sports Cup phone by my great co-host, Kyle Vardy. Kyle, how are you doing today, bud? Doing good. It's the holiday season and lots of sports are on right now, so I'm uh, happy to talk though. Yeah, absolutely. We had NBA start this week. We had the World Juniors start yesterday. I mean, not not a bad time of year at the moment. Not at all. Not at all. Irfan could not join us having some family time over the break, so it's just going to be you and me, dude. And uh, we're on episode 64 of wow. this podcast, eh? Wow. Not, not bad. That's not bad at all. I can't. We'll not complain about that. <laughs> We're, we're four away from the big 100 overall. Mm-hmm. That's that's also surprising. That's but, crazy. Uh, how was your Christmas day there, my man? Uh, I got spoiled. I will not complain about that. I got way more things than I probably should have. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have no complaints overall. So, uh, Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, as long as you don't have complaints, that's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, it's, it's the holiday spirit. I never complain anyways, but it's... Uh, <laughs> I definitely got more than I asked for. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, I was surprised. I didn't get like a lot, but I was surprised with what I got. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm not complaining either. I wasn't really expecting a whole lot to begin with. So. Yeah, I got a new golf watch, so now I can I can be like Justin and, and mark uh, distances and stuff. So. Yeah. There you go. So. We got lots of sports to talk about, so let's get right into our kickoff segment sponsored by Canada Kicking Academy, calling all kickers and punters in the Southern Ontario region. If you are looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. The Ferraro brothers, Daniel and Gabe, are both University of Guelph alumni, and after illustrious university careers, they want to teach you everything they've learned over the years. If you want to take your special teams game to the next level, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. You can visit them at canadakickingacademy.com and follow them on Instagram at Canada Kicking Academy. And today, Kyle, we're coming up on the week. Is it week 17 this week in the NFL? Week 17, yep. Week 17. Or next week's week 17. Sorry, yeah. this is week 16. We're coming up on week 17, though, yep. which means pretty much all of the playoff matchups are falling into place. But I want to go back. We did a preview show. We predicted where, where we thought each of the divisions was going to go. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about what happened from then to now. Absolutely. So let's start in the AFC, and we'll start with the AFC North, my man. Mm-hmm. And this one, we were all convinced it was going to be Baltimore. We thought yeah. they, were, they we thought they had their offense was going to fly, their defense was going to be good enough, and they were going to run away with this division. Turns out they can't do anything but run the football, and when they get stopped, they have a problem. Yeah. What happened in this division? <laughs> yeah, like we, we all thought that Lamar coming off the MVP, you know, had a great opportunity to, to expand even better and become even better. And 
Um, that defense with, you know, adding Calais Campbell and all kinds of stuff looked like they were going to improve on, on the already great season they had the previous year, but uh, they had a ton of injuries on the defense um, and the defense just wasn't as strong as it was last year. And then obviously when you, you, you take Lamar, who's the key to your offense and he doesn't have as good a season and all of a sudden forgets how to throw a football for half the year. Um, it doesn't exactly help your, I guess, chances of, of winning the division. Um, that combined with Pittsburgh came out to a hot start. Um, sure. Hot wrote, start. It's almost an understatement there. <laughs> yeah. Wrote, wrote, their, wrote their defense to 11 straight wins. Um, the defense some was a questionable huge be honest, there's some that they probably should have lost. Sure, for sure, for sure. But um, their defense definitely kept them in majority of those games. Um, often, obviously, had to take a couple uh, games games over, I guess, is what you could say. Uh, <clears throat> Claypool came out of his shell for a couple games, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's what really brought them to being uh, tops of the division. And then the surprise for me is the 10 and four Cleveland Browns. I think that's my biggest surprise. I had Cleveland probably third in the division, I think. Yeah, I think we um, all And actually, no, I had Cleveland second. I didn't have – I had Pittsburgh third. I had Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, I think, because I was, I was very yeah, but you low still on weren't, Pittsburgh. You still weren't high on Cleveland regardless. No, 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 no. It was it was Baltimore's division, 100%, is, is what it was. But um, – I think Cleveland definitely is turning into the franchise that everybody hoped they would be. Like they finally, it looks like they finally turned that corner. Their I think, defense, their I think defense Stefanski looks solid. Was the, Stefanski oh. was the difference for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Freddie Kitchens was was the answer. So no. <laughs> I don't think Freddie um, Kitchens is the answer to Cleveland. No. <laughs> so their offense looks a hell of a lot better than it did. That two headed running game is elite, and and their defense is really really stepping up. You know. Miles Garrett obviously leading the charge there, but even then the entire defense looks uh, like leaps better than it was before. So yeah, absolutely, I I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think as we said preseason, it was the Ravens' division to lose. Yeah, they went out and lost it this year. Yeah, like they they did not play well enough in the five games that they've lost so far. Who knows how many they're actually going to lose to take control of this division? And Cleveland has stepped up big time, no doubt about it. Pittsburgh got a little lucky in a few of those wins. The last three weeks, they've really struggled uh, to get really anything going. Chase Claypool has been shut down since week 10. Hasn't, hasn't done anything. Um, uh, that That's on Big Ben. No, Big ben I, had- I'm not, I'm not saying it's Claypool's fault. I'm just saying like when you lose a target like Claypool, who's not scoring touchdowns anymore, yeah. it makes a difference, right? And well, uh, it's on okay. Ben. It's on a, yeah. a couple things. I was looking up stats, and apparently Big Ben has a 77.5 pass rating since week 11. Yeah. So it's not good enough. If that, to, that's, to, that literally says it all. <laughs> to win the division, that is not good enough that your starting quarterback has that. So yeah. well, it's it's a problem, and I think you look at it, and 11-3 and three is very generous to the Steelers. They realistically could be 9-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Very realistically, maybe even 8-8. and eight and six, but I'll say nine and five. Mm-hmm. And the Browns could be leading this division if things had broken a couple ways differently in some out of divisional games for the Steelers. Yep. Like that, the game against the Broncos where they won by like four points that, that probably should have been a Broncos win. For sure. Like, let's be honest. That would probably should have been a Broncos win. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunate for Cincinnati. 
That's what I'm going to call this season because they were showing some pretty good promise with Joe Burrow. I didn't think that they were going to like compete for the division, but they were showing some promise. And I think this division could be very fun if Cleveland keeps going the way they're going. Since he tools up a little bit more to protect Joe Burrow. Yep. Lamar figures out how to throw the football again. Mm-hmm. This could be a fun division for the next few years. A lot of young quarterbacks, a lot of young teams. This could be great. There's a real chance that that division becomes a lot closer, kind of like what the AFC South we thought was going to be with Houston. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, we, we thought with with Houston losing D-Hop, we didn't think they were going to be as high as they were. Um, but in saying that, we still thought they were going to be more competitive than, you know, a, a bottom feeder team type thing. So yeah. I think – I think Cincinnati gets health. Uh, Burrow gets healthy for Cincinnati. Better offensive line. I think they need to retool that defense a little bit more. Um, I think the weapons on offense are fine. I think I think they have enough as is. Um, yeah, but you know, like maybe one more wide receiver just to round out the core, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, because you got you got Green and you got Higgins and you well, add a third guy. You're pro- well. To be honest, the top two right now are Tyler Boyd and, and T Higgins. Like. AJ Green's, true, yeah, AJ, AJ Green's an afterthought right now. So, boy, yeah. AJ Green's probably gone in the offseason, anyways. And realistically, he didn't bring a whole lot to the team this year, anyways. Yeah, so, so you had, I, I you, had a, you, you had a third guy yeah. make make him even that much more dangerous. Give Burrow one more option. Yeah. Right. That's and it. and I think if you do that combined with um you know, just bringing in some extra pieces on defense and improving that defense. I think uh, will go a long way for sure. So. Oh, for sure, I agree. That's I, I, I seriously do think this will be interesting. And uh, there is this division still isn't decided. Pittsburgh, the way they're playing, have not locked this up. And there's a chance that Cleveland could win this division. So, big things to happen in the last two weeks for this for the North. Uh, let's go to the South that you were talking about before, and you mentioned Houston. We were we were expecting a little bit more from them for sure four and 10 through 14 games is not what we thought we were going to see from this Texans team. Now that whole start of the season with Bill O'Brien as the coach and just the absolute mess that that was, we knew after a couple of weeks that this wasn't going to be the year for them, but the other two teams, both 10 and four Tennessee and Indy. I'm a little surprised Indy's 10 and four. I thought they'd be a game or two behind Tennessee, but Hey, They've played well this year, and Philip Rivers has stepped in and uh, has shown his skill. Oh, for sure. Um, I think in this division, I think if I remember correctly, I think we did have Tennessee because I think we might have had Tennessee. I think, but they, I think they, we said yeah. this was probably going to be the second closest division next to the uh, yeah. NFC West. For sure, and honestly, it was one of those. It all came down to I, it's, I believe if I quote this correctly, it all came down to how Philip Rivers played, and that's it. All came down to. If he played, yeah, I think it came down to one thing for each team. It was how Philip yeah. Rivers played for the Colts. It was how Derrick Henry ran for the Titans. Well, for the Titans, it was more if Tannehill com- continues to be who he was for the last six That's games true. of that season last year is what it was. And then it, it came down to can the Houston defense make up for the lack of Hopkins? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then Jacksonville. Um, well, we, we, we we're not including yeah. Jacksonville in this division. <laughs> They're dead. But to, to be honest, for Tennessee, I'm not really surprised. Uh, the biggest surprise for them, I think, is the the step up the, of their defense. I think absolutely, um, and the improvement there. Um, because there are there were a couple games where Tannehill didn't step up, Derrick Henry didn't step up, but their defense stood up and uh, and helped them with the win those games. 
Uh, for Indianapolis, I'm surprised how good their defense is. They were the top defense for the longest time. I think they're still top three or four, but um, after a few uh, blowout games in, with Houston going back and forth and uh, blowing the points and yards and all kind of stuff out the water. So um, I'm kind of surprised how good they are. Their offense has been good, not great for Indianapolis. Um, Rivers has done good, I guess. He hasn't had the same turnover issues he had in L.A. Um, There have been some games where he has, but... Yeah, for sure. The biggest problem for them is a a consistent running game. That's the biggest problem for them. Jonathan Taylor's been injured or not injured, and Keem Hines... um, Has been good and then has been... He's been, like, I keep referring to the Patriots, but, like, he's like a Patriots James White type thing where he can run the ball if he needs to, but he's more of, like, a passing back and that kind of stuff. And obviously losing Marlon Mack in, like, the first two, three weeks, it kind of hurts, but... Yeah, no, for sure. And I think I think you you nailed it on the head is that the the Titans have kind of done what we expected, maybe taking like a, a small step forward from what we expected. Tannehill's had a great year, by the way. Like, I, I think this goes a little bit underrated. He's thrown 31 touchdowns this year with only five interceptions. That's the most touchdowns he's ever thrown in his career. Yep. And by far, like he's more than four to next to his closest season. And this is the fewest interceptions he's thrown. Now, he still has two games. He might tie the fewest that he had, which was last year with six. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I'll take that every year. Um, but he's only been sacked 20 times. And I think that's the biggest That's the biggest change from last season. Last right. year, he got sacked 31 times in 12 games. For sure. He's only been sacked 20 times in 14 games this year. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been a huge key is that this offensive line in Tennessee is allowing him to drop back when he needs to and allowing Derrick Henry to be the absolute beast of a player that we know he that he is. And that makes a big difference. And then you go to Indy and the offense has been hit and miss some weeks. You you get the you get the ability from Phillip Rivers. Like there's never been a doubt about this guy's ability as a quarterback. But his inconsistency is there, and that's the problem. And that's that was the risk that they took in Indy when they signed him. But I think it made it made sense to do it, right? And yeah. I think I think he is a, a big key to this. That there, that's why they're in a playoff spot right now. Absolutely, and it's if you look at those two teams, if Indianapolis can develop the run game more, both of those teams are set for the playoffs because their defense are stepped up. Um, they're, they're both have solid defense. Obviously, India has a, a top five defense. Oh, yeah, uh, Tennessee, I believe, is is up there as well um, in defensive stats, uh, at, at least on maybe not on, maybe not on paper, but on on eyesight, they definitely have been a better defense for sure. Um, and I think both going into the playoffs, like Tennessee has that run game. That's the biggest thing. You go into the playoffs, you have to have a run game. And if Indianapolis can develop Jonathan Taylor, I think both teams uh, are going to be huge, not in a huge favorites, but definitely huge potential in the playoffs. So, and, and it's going to come down to the last two weeks to see who wins that division. They're both 10 and four. So it's going to be an interesting uh, end of the year. Yeah, it'll be, uh, I think we're going to see some interesting matchups, as you just said. And I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens in in the playoffs and this division is going to go right down to the wire by the looks of it. And no problem for me. I love when teams, when teams have to play all the way to week 17, when those games in week 17 aren't fun, like last year for the bills jets, 
it's not not really worth watching. So no, not at all. Um, let's move on to the next division, and we're going to go NFC East, which for a long time we called NFC Least, and we probably still should. Mm-hmm. This division has been an absolute mess all year. We had the Cowboys winning and the Eagles finishing second. Some people had the Eagles finishing first, Cowboys second. But it was pretty obvious that the Cowboys and Eagles were the two best teams going into the season in this division. Yep. And then the season happened. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. we now have Washington, the the no-names, sitting at the top of the division at 6-8. and And full credit to them. They deserve to be there. They've played decent football for most of the season got a little unlucky at the beginning of the season when they were really struggling mm-hmm. but i mean you also have a coach who was going through chemo treatment yeah not not fully probably not fully there as much as he tries like ron rivera is an absolute tank yeah but he probably wasn't fully there oh you wouldn't think so no and now they're six and eight i mean i'll take it they're four and one in their last five games yeah, like to, to be honest, going into the season, we didn't have any expectations for them. That's that's we'll new, say say this straight up. We had n- new coach. Yeah. We didn't trust Haskins. We had no clue what the team was going to look like, really. And to be honest, I still don't trust Haskins. If I'm but no, honest, I think we were right on that one. We were right on that one. But <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for them is Chase Young looks like a steal of a pick right now. Um, I hold on, can you say that? Because Burrow looked like no, but I'm saying Burrow looked like a legit number one quarterback. No, like what? What he I'm was saying the only was one who was is, taking. He was the only one taken above Chase Young. Can you skate yeah. to steal if the other person who was taken above him was dominating too? Yeah, I still think you could. Because honestly, I, I would take him first overall, no matter what team had the pick. And I think you would have been perfectly okay. happy with 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 the with him being the pick, no matter what. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm just saying for like he, the quarterbacks. So. He, he made the pro. He made the Pro Bowl in the first year. Like that's yeah. So let's put it that way. No, I, and, I think and, he's a dominant and, player. I'm just saying, calling him a steal at number two when the number one overall pick played really well too. That's that's when I'm like, because eh. to be honest, you could probably switch the rules, and I still think, <clears throat> I, I think Washington would probably have the same record. I don't know if Washington would be very much better with with Burrow comparatively. So Burrow would have would not have been hit as much. Yeah, and it's it's one of those. <laughs> I think the Washington offensive line is better than Cincy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not saying much, but yeah, I think I'm it is. not. I'm not saying yeah. it's saying much, but 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 still, it was that that defense for Washington is the only reason why they have the record they do. Oh yeah, um, Haskins hasn't been great. Uh, they ran with Kyle Allen for a couple weeks; he wasn't great, and then all of a sudden, Alex Smith comes in, and Alex Smith is the savior. So, um, <clears throat> so that, it's interesting for them how they finish out because Alex Smith is is nagging with injuries right now and i don't think he's going to play this week against carolina so uh, from all i guess avenues it looks like it's going to be another haskins week so we will see what happens with that yeah um oh it looks like scary terry though for this week so they need to take care of carolina this week carolina's without a lot of their big guns as well so uh, for them, they need to k- take care of business and potentially win that division. Um, the other teams, getting into those, Dallas lost. Dallas lost. Das- Dak Prescott. That was their biggest. That was that's the biggest problem. Hundred percent. They it, brought it, in the, the whole. The whole thing was they brought in Andy Dalton in the off season to be that backup. Yeah. And he has looked 
He's he's the last two or three games he's looked great. He's yeah, the like last a, couple a really games, a really a really great quarterback. Not great quarterback, good quarterback. Um <laughs> very good quarterback. He's looked like the person they expected to bring in. Yeah, is, is what I was the, the first game in. I think he was like, Oh shit, I have to play quarterback now. What the hell am I doing? What the hell am I doing? I just I wanted to hold the clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> um and then obviously getting his bell wrong kind of hurt that a little bit as well bringing in those Ben Danucci and all kind of stuff that was a whole Danucci Gilbert yeah that's a whole different story so but I think the biggest disappointment for Dallas is Zeke Zeke has been terrible this year he's been like downright terrible and and I think that's you know when Dak went down I think everybody expected Zeke to step up and um and and kind of be like that you know that that workhorse guy who you may not have your starter quarterback in there, but you still have to worry about Zeke all the time, right? And now, now it's more like, oh crap! Now we have to worry about the Dallas wide receivers and forget about Zeke and see what he does. Yeah. So teams have pretty much just keyed on pass. Like Zeke, yeah. Zeke has done nothing. He's has eight hundred yards rushing through thirteen games. Yeah. And like that's he's still probably going to a thousand yards. So obviously it's no it's no slouch of a year by any got means. Two but, games. He's got two yeah. games. But but like you compare it to what he was, he was more like if 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 eighteen hundred yards. Yeah, if Zeke was himself right now, he'd be yeah, he'd be fifteen, sixteen hundred yards. He'd be right there with Derrick Henry for potentially going for two thousand yards. Like that's yeah. that's just how it was. Exactly. So um and then talking about the Eagles, uh it's Carson Wentz. It's as simple as that. Um obviously the Eagles did have a, a shit ton of injuries. I will give them that. They had, you know, Ertz, Ertz went down. Jeffrey was out for, like, pretty much the entire year. This division were, was just the division of injuries. Is that just, like, my, oh, in my 100%. opinion? Like, every single team dealt with so many injuries. 100%. Like, every Eagle, single team Eagle. lost their starting quarterback at one yeah, point. At one point, yeah. There was and one then, point where yeah. every single backup was starting in the same week. That was, like, two or three weeks ago. That's messed yeah. up. Like, yeah, look, look at the bottom two teams. Like, Eagles lost all of their wide receivers, literally. And they had to bring in like rookies and undrafted free agents, like Greg Ward, Jim, yep. Um, yep. Greg Ward, uh, Travis Fulgham, that kind of stuff. Um, and the Giants lost Saquon Barkley. Like they lost their 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 bell cow, their 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 horse. Like their their guy. They lost their guy. That's yeah. <laughs> and and all of a sudden now it looks like Daniel Jones might not be their guy. Like they're, they're like they're, oh, they're, 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 mess. they're starting Colt McCoy, and Colt McCoy looks like. Decent? Better, better than Jones. Like, <laughs> Decent. Like it's just like he looks so much better than just a backup right now, and and it's oh crazy goodness. to say that. That is awful. To, that's awful to say, but it's true. It's true. Like he looks, he looks better than Daniel Jones. He runs the offense better than Daniel Jones. Yes, he does. That's that's the biggest thing. And, and and if you add if you add Saquon Barkley into that, I think this Giants team definitely has an offense that is. Um, much improved. I still think they need a big weapon on the outside. I do. Yes. Um, their defense I mean, they, they, haven't filled that, they haven't filled that hole since uh, Odell. Yeah, for sure. And I think they need a little bit more help on the defense. Le- uh, Leonard Williams has looked fantastic since coming over from the Jets. He's been a great part of that. Um, the biggest question, I think, for them is can they, you know, trade trade say maybe Wayne Gallman and his great success he's had in in the absence of Barkley and and maybe flip him for a wide receiver or a, a defensive player or something to a running back needy team right so um overall 
we were definitely wrong about the Cowboys. The Cowboys still have a shot when we're not. I'm not yeah, that's a sad right. thing. <laughs> but um, I mean, technically, every team is within the number of games that they need to win the division. Yeah, no, if the Cowboys win this week, it's it, it's going to be interesting because okay, no, but take this in: if yeah. Washington, Dallas, and the Giants all lose, and Philly wins, yeah, every single team has a chance to win the division. In mm. or actually, sorry, let me say: Washington loses, Dallas and New York win and philly wins every single team has a chance to win the division in week 17 yeah crazy well the giants, Although, also, giants are playing the ravens I, I don't see that happening i'm just uh, dude you don't know no i, I know i know uh, uh by the way i don't know why we i switched from afc to nfc here i don't i don't really know i kind of i, I realized that halfway through the conversation i'm like i'm looking at the wrong east division so yeah. i i kind of just rolled with it and kind of yeah, no it was good it. It is, it is. do you want to switch to the other east division now with uh, your team yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I think we actually got this one right. We had we had the Bills preseason going to win the division. Um, mm-hmm. I think we thought the Patriots might be a little bit better than they were, but other than yeah. that, this division kind of fell the way we thought it was going to be. Yeah, pretty much. I, I had the Pats and the Dolphins flip. Uh, I thought the Pats were still being a little bit more competitive. Um, yeah, I think you had the Pats and- winning ten, didn't you? I, I uh, honestly, I thought they were going to win nine or ten games. I still yeah. thought the Bills were going to win. Going to win the division. Yeah. I, I had that no problem. Uh, I made a lot of money off that actually, but it's a whole mm-hmm. story. Um, but I, I thought the Pats were gonna be better. Honestly, I, I'm I'm hugely disappointed in Cam Newton. I thought he was gonna be a hell of a lot better. Um, but on, on the on the same wavelength, I am extremely impressed with Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen looks like he has takes le- he has taken leaps and bounds from what he he was last year. He looks more confident in the pocket. He looks more composed. Um, He's still willing to run, but that that's more of now a secondary option compared to previous years where it was more like, okay, it's one, two, okay, I'm running. And um, I think that's helped extremely because Buffalo defense hasn't been as good as they were last year. They haven't been so, terrible, but they have not been yeah. anywhere close to the team that they were last year on defense. You're yeah, right. But, but the Bills last year were defense first and then offense second. Now yeah. it's they, they've basically flipped. And that's almost a good thing in a way because – now they can like they're the one team I can see competing with the Chiefs for going shot for shot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that, that, that's that's one of the those teams where if you're gonna go shot for shot, that's the team that I would choose. Absolutely. Um, because I I, tr- I also trust the Bills defense to potentially make a, a game changing play or whatever it may be compared to some compared to some of the, these other teams. So um, hugely impressed by the Bills, uh, and that that's that's tough for me to say. Obviously, being a Pats fan, but. Um, I was going to need a hug after this. Yeah, yeah, great on great on them. So, um, the biggest surprise I think is the Dolphins for me. Um, I didn't know how Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be. I didn't know how Tua was going to show up. Um, but and who was going to start at that point halfway yeah. through the year? <laughs> and it was it was one of those. I, I I still think Fitzpatrick should be the quarterback. That's just Agreed. my opinion. Agreed. Um, I don't think Tua is ready yet. I don't think he's Tua is going to be ready for playoffs too. I think Tua might get eaten alive if they make the playoffs. I also think um, that they handled that situation absolutely horribly. Oh, when they made the decision. Like Fitzpatrick was playing well. Yeah. He had one bad game, and Tua came in in the second half and didn't really do a whole lot. And they're like, he, okay, he, yeah, he started. He didn't even have a bad game. They just played him. They were blowing out the team. He played the last series, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, now blowing them. I thought he had a bad game. Oh no, he literally literally played the last drive or two because they were blowing him out that game, and all of a sudden he's starting. Oh, by the way, yeah, two is starting now. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, that's that's just, and they did it so like cheekily 
to Ryan oh, Fitzpatrick, yeah. right? Like that was I was horrible. Yeah. And it was one of those. So I and the biggest thing for them is their defensive special teams have carried them to at least three or four wins. So um that's probably where their extra wins are coming from rather than their purely their offense and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they had a, like the game against the Rams. I'm pretty sure they had two or three touchdowns from defense and special teams combined. So like um, <clears throat> they've definitely stepped up. Brian Flores looks like a, a true coach now. So I'm interested to see how they go. Maybe it's a bills and division and bills and uh, dolphins division to uh, fight it out for the next couple of years. I don't know. Um, we'll see how that well, goes. Well, the Patriots, the Patriots will get some reinforcements back who opted out this year. So they, mm-hmm. they I don't think they will be a six win team next year. But I, I think it all depends who's the quarterback. That's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that comes down to <laughs> that's that's this thing for a lot of uh, teams. It depends on who the quarterback is. <clears throat> Jets. Like, well, like, like the Pats right now, if they had a quarterback, there's a real, you could really argue. Yeah, that they're probably like, nine and five competing with Miami for the second spot. Yeah, you could, you could definitely 100% argue that. Like, you could, you could definitely argue they'd be, well, that's, they'd be a but that's the team. thing at the beginning of the season. That's what we thought when Cam was signed. We're like, oh, he's going to come in. He's a decent quarterback. He'll be able to run the offense. And it just hasn't worked out. Right. So they need a quarterback more similar to Tom Brady by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. as opposed to a Cam Newton half-runner, half-thrower guy, because it just isn't working. Yeah, because like, like they, they lost to Seattle, but that was on a Cam Newton sneak that didn't get in at the last second, so that was a loss. That was hilarious to watch. Um, <laughs> they lost to Denver because Cam just couldn't play a quarterback. Yep. Um, they lost to Houston, and they looked terrible at that. They lost to Buffalo on a last-second fumble by Cam, like – you basically take Cam out of the situation and it's a whole different year. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then the Jets, the Jets are, are trash. It, it's and, and, and the Jets might have just screwed themselves. Yeah. And like the Jets can't even lose properly because it's like, they're like the Detroit of football, like the, like the Detroit Red Wings of football. Like yeah. they're losing. They're supposed but to go they're not last doing place, it right, <laughs> but they can't do it right. And it's still potentially lose the first overall pick. And, well, right now, if if I'm correct, isn't Jacksonville technically getting Jacksonville? The- Jacksonville has the number one pick right now, right? Yeah. How do you how do you screw that up as the Jets? You were zero and thirteen. Yeah. How do you screw that up? Well, and now apparently people are saying that the Jets are just going to go all out, and they're like, okay, yeah, we're just going to go try and win every game now. And it's like, oh, okay. Why? Well, because now they don't have the first overall pick, so who gives a shit? <laughs> Yeah, but like, what what's the point of why not get this next best player in the draft? Like, why screw yourself out of better players? Because they have a two, they have a two game cushion between first, second, and third. And it's Cincy. So yeah, Cincinnati's three, ten, and one. So it's three game cushion technically. You have to win three. They can't. They can't tie them. Because yeah, Cincy has the tie. Yeah, true. So Cincy since he's technically three and a half three and a half wins and. The Jets can't tie that. Yeah. So, so. and that, that's why they were saying they're just going to ask go all out. Let's go try and win as many games as we yeah, can. Yeah. Well, so, okay. That yeah. makes sense then. I thought they were going to try to win and, and like take themselves out of the number two pick. It's like, what? No. Why would you do that? No, they're pretty much secured in that two spot. So. Yeah. All right. One more AFC division, buddy. And then we'll uh, finish the NFC that we, for some reason, started because I was losing track of where well, I was. I was going to say AFC West. We, we, we don't really have to talk too much about it. To yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing I will say is that. We we knew the Chiefs were going to win. That was kind of a given. That's fine. So we'll we'll yeah. kind of leave that conversation out. Patrick Mahomes has been great. The Chiefs has been great. They yeah. haven't really lost a step. Whatever, they're Super Bowl like favorites at the moment. 
The rest of the division, I think, kind of actually fell the way we thought it was going to, but the play in the division has been very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has looked like an absolute steal yep. for the Chargers. Uh, some play calling here and there has cost them a few games, but... Anthony Lynn's a joke and deserves to be fired. Yes, for that one. but... The Chargers haven't really looked like a five and nine team. I like if you really look at that team, they're probably closer to the seven and seven that the Raiders are, mm-hmm. as opposed to five and nine. But even then, the Raiders probably better than a seven seven team. Anyways. No, I'm just saying like where yeah. they are in the standings right now. For sure. Yeah. Um, the Raiders, as yeah, you just brought it up. They're probably a better team than their record shows as well. They're probably closer to maybe nine and five. A couple games go the wrong way here and there, but they've looked a lot better than. Uh, they have in the last few years. So that's that's an intriguing thing. And to be honest, Denver may be the bottom feeder in this division, but they haven't looked horrible this year. Like I, I expected Denver to be in this five and nine range and push like a seven and nine record maybe. But they've they've surprised me. Drew Locke has shown flashes of being very good. I don't think he's necessarily the answer, but he's shown flashes of being very good this year. And Derek Carr for the Raiders has shown that he is a legitimate quarterback again after mm-hmm. last year where he was not. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, and I mean, you have Chucky on the sideline there in Vegas. That's always uh, entertaining. So, but it's the division, while the Kansas City Chiefs are so much better than everybody else, mm-hmm. the division has been entertaining to watch this year. Oh, 100%. Like, obviously, the Raiders being the Chiefs and the, the Chiefs losing that, that one game to the Raiders. Um, Otherwise, you'd be talking potentially about a Chiefs going undefeated type thing. Yep. Um, and by the way, the Raiders were in both games against the Chiefs. Yeah, they look good in both of those games. And and to be honest, like the Raiders, the Raiders play up to competition and play down to competition. That's, yeah, it's simply as that. Um, Sounds like many youth teams that we played on. Oh, 100 percent. And, and, and <laughs> look, looking at those teams, I, if the Raiders were to get in the playoffs, I think they'd be dangerous. So I agree. I don't be, think they have a chance, do they? Uh, they do. They have a chance, um, but it's a very, 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 very slim chance. Um, but in saying that, the Broncos are definitely. I think they're higher than I actually thought. I, I thought I thought five and nine is going to be is a stretch. Uh, Drew Lock has shown some. He he had like what one good game against Carolina, um, and then but he's shown flashes in game that he's like a couple drives here and there that he's looked really good, and then he just looks uh, non confident on the other. Ones. Yeah. Like he he's the he's the NFL's lowest rated quarterback this year, so yeah. he's it, it definitely shows that sure he has flashes and stuff like that, but I don't think he's the answer. And I think Denver has no, realized that. Um, so I think there's a chance that Denver goes after a quarterback maybe in this draft, um, or maybe not this draft, but maybe next draft, um, if depending on how how they place in the standings. Um, but the Chargers, I think, are are, are an up and coming team, and I think they could definitely battle next year for for, for potentially that second spot in the division. Um, the Chargers obviously they need a new head coach. Um, I think they need to get a couple more pieces on uh, offense and defense. Um, obviously, with losing Eckler for for a majority of the year, that kind of hurt them. Um, although Balage kind of filled in okay, um, but there's definitely steps in the right direction. Herbert looks like the guy who's going to lead them down for the, the foreseeable future. Oh, absolutely. Um, obviously, <laughs> when you when you have Keenan Allen there as well, it always helps. Um, that defense just needs to be healthy. Obviously, losing Mel- Melvin Ingram for a, little, uh, a long time as well hurts them as well. So, 
this this division could get a lot more interesting if, if LA takes a step forward that we expect. Um, if the Raiders take a step forward from where they were as basically being mediocre this year. Um, and if they can compete with the chiefs, I think the chiefs, there's a chance that they maybe lose some more uh, divisional games and, and it becomes a little bit more interesting in division. So, yeah. And I think you nailed it on the head that drew lock is probably not the answer in Denver. Um, could we see Wilson from BYU here next year? Kyle Trask maybe as well. These the, the quarterback class isn't actually that bad um, mm. for the 2021 draft. I mean, Lawrence and Fields will be gone by the time Denver picks, no doubt about it. Yeah. But then you got Zach Wilson, you got Trey Lance from North Dakota State, you got Kyle Trask, you got Mac Jones. Like, there's options. There's a lot of people that are saying Zach Wilson might end up going ahead of uh, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. So, uh, as of right now, it looks like they're going one two though, to to um, Jacksonville and New York. Yeah, like I'm on CBS right now, and it looks like Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville number one, Zach Wilson going to New York number two. So they got Wilson going to Howard. So, I mean, I guess it depends if Jacksonville wins a game, Mm -hmm. and the Jets get the number one overall pick. I think they would prefer. I think Jacksonville would take Fields over Wilson just because he might fit their. yeah, I, scheme I, better. I, I think th- if, I, th- I think Wilson's more of a stay-at-home quarterback comparatively, and I think that fits the Jets' scheme better. Exactly. Right? I think that I think that would be why we would see yeah. it that way. Um, yep. But either way, I mean, but but even then, like just Justin Fields isn't dropping out of the top five. He's not no. dropping out of the top. Five. Like it's no. if 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 he's there at number four, the Falcons will probably take him because I think Matty Ice is done. Yeah. Um, if not, Panthers could. Who knows? Well. The pan the Panthers might take him. Right now, <laughs> right now, right now has the Falcons taking Justin Fields four and Trey Lance number five. At, at so four so, quarterbacks in the top five. Yeah, that would be that would be something. It just shows what this league has become, and you, you can't centric league. Yeah, yeah, like you you can't do anything without a quarterback that can throw the ball. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So. All right, we'll take a quick break and finish off our kickoff segment when we get back with the NFC North, South, and West because we are doing East. Good day, everybody. This is Ryan from 20 Minutes on Ice. Join me and my co-host, Nick McVicker, for opinions and analysis on the week that was in the hockey world. New episode available every Friday wherever you download your favorite podcast from. 20 Minutes on Ice, part of the Garage Door Sports Network. Welcome back. Let's continue our kickoff segment sponsored by Canada Kicking Academy. And we've already done the AFC, Kyle. Let's go to the NFC and we will start in the north. And this one, this has been an interesting division only because we all thought the Vikings were going to be significantly better than they have been this year. Yep. Um, I think I might have still picked the Packers because that's my team and I was being a homer. But I had it like the team two teams were tied at the top, basically. <laughs> it's almost the same record. And that is not how this has played out. The Packers have easily handled this division. The Vikings have struggled. The Bears are currently sitting in second at seven and seven. Mm-hmm. This is the division of either fantastic quarterback play or awful quarterback play this year. Like Aaron Rodgers has been great. Matt Stafford has done what Matt Stafford does. Can't really complain about him for Detroit at, even though they're five and nine, it's not really Stafford's fault. Mm -hmm. The bears and the Vikings. (laughs) 
both teams have had really great quarterback games and both teams have had really awful quarterback games. Yeah. And unfortunately for Minnesota, they've been, they've had more of the awful ones and Kirk Cousins is doing Kirk Cousin things again. Yeah. Like the biggest problem with, with Minnesota was they started off terribly. That's, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Kirk Cousins recently has been the great quarterback that they need. That's the they lost thing. three straight, dude. I, I know, but he's thrown at least, you know, two, two touchdowns. He's thrown for over 200 plus yards. And the biggest thing for them is their defense is dog shit. They're awful. Like, it, it's, awful. it's as simple as that. Like Kirk Cousins, is he a great quarterback? No. Is he a quarterback that's probably could lead any team in the NFC East? hundred percent. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of those, their de- their defense has literally let them down in every game. Like you look yeah. at this, like the game yesterday, they gave up 52 points and they gave up six touchdowns to Kamara. Like, yeah. And you saw, and you saw what Zimmer said after the game, he said, this is the worst defense he's ever coached. Yeah, it's like one of those. Like, That's a it, lot to say. It's just it's a it's a, outstanding. I just I don't understand what happened to this team. Like their defense is just god awful. Like they're, they're awful. They're twenty fifth in or twenty fifth or below in every single category, which is just astounding. They're dead last in total yards. Yeah, like it's like that is not good enough. It's just it's stupid, and and I think. With saying that, they've been terrible. But on the flip side, um, Aaron Rodgers had his almost his best year of his career. Yeah, like it, it's it's been he's been lights out. Obviously, they kind of shit the bed last week against the Panthers and probably should have blown him out, but didn't. Um, listen, with listen. with like with like fifty yards of offense in the second half. Listen, uh, a win um, is a win <laughs> for sure. You know, they can't you all see, be pretty. You sound like the Steelers right now. They can't all be pretty. Um. But the biggest thing for them is, is uh, establishing that run game too. Like the Green Bay has definitely uh, their defense has has stepped up and and shown that the last year was not just a fluke. It, it was definitely uh, a step in the right direction for that defense. Um, and, and obviously Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers, him and Devontae Adams as a combination is, is is pretty much all you need in the offense. So Aaron Jones has been a nice complimentary piece. Um, but we'll see if he can actually get it done in uh, in the playoffs. That's the biggest question. Um, the Bears started off started off hot, and then all of a sudden, forgot how to play Trubisky football. happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trubisky's actually been better than Foles right now, which is actually saying something. Like that's that's that's. I'm that's, I'm aware of that fact. That's that's my that's my statement in a yeah. nutshell, there, Kyle. <laughs> it's it's like one of those like the Foles fell off, and all of a sudden Trubisky's like, hey, yeah, I'll I'll run to play quarterback, no problem. Yeah. And. So, so they've been a resurgence. If they can make the playoffs, I think that that's a very interesting team because David Montgomery has been hot recently, and that defense is finally starting to figure out how to play defense again. So, yep, um, that that's all, that's great on them. And obviously, the Lions, we had them at the bottom. Uh, the fact that they have five wins, I'm kind of surprised. If, yeah, if I'm being me too. honest, me too. Um, but Stafford has looked great. Obviously, he's banged up because that offensive line is terrible. Um, There's, that team is not very good around him, and he's still managing to put up numbers, which yeah, that's a testament like, to him, man. Like, but that, that defense is looking looking okay, too. Like, yeah, Okuda, they're better Okuda, than we Okuda, thought they were. Yeah, Okuda looks like a good pick. Um, obviously, I think with um, Matt Patricia out and the new, new coach coming in, there's potential. That's the biggest thing. There's potential. Yeah. And if you would ask me at the beginning of the year if they'd be within one win of the Vikings, I would have laughed in your face. So, um, it, it that that's it's obviously it's, it's Green Bay's Green Bay's division. It still is. Um, 
Looks like it will be for a couple it, of years. Basically until Rogers leaves. And yeah. When, Rod- when Rogers leaves, it's it's a and we get Jordan sh- Love and we'll find out what he is. Yeah, it's a shoot. But, no, so, but we don't know, right? We just don't yeah. know. I, I don't think he's going to be the quarterback of everything he is, but that's just me. I I didn't expect a whole lot from yeah. him, so I don't know what you're saying. But, yeah. hey, you know what? It could be a far of passing to Rodgers, Rodgers training love and passing to love sort of thing. You don't know. It's, God, it's a toss-up until you see players play. Yeah. But going back to the Vikings, there's six wins this season. <clears throat> the first one came against Houston in week four, mm-hmm. and Houston was, you know, not good at the beginning of the year. Then their next one, they beat the Packers in week eight. That, I think that was a surprise game of this division. Oh, After sure. that, they beat the Lions. They beat the Bears, barely. <laughs> they beat the Carolina Panthers, who I don't think Teddy Bridgewater was playing that game. Uh, not that it would have helped. I don't know. And then they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars by mm-hmm. three points. Yeah. Since then, they've lost to the Bucks. They've lost to the Bears, and then they got blown out this week on Christmas. That's not good, and that that shows that this team is is not where they need to be, and not where we expected them to be. No doubt about it. The Bears, as you mentioned, their defense has been pretty good this year. Honestly, like three hundred eighteen points against, and they have three hundred fifteen points for. Like when you keep it that close, you should be winning about you know fifty percent of the games, like they have. So credit to the Bears. They've done exactly what they should be doing when you have a decent defense. Yeah. Like credit to the Vikings. They've lost three games by a combined five points. Yes. So, but they've also won. They've won their last two wins were by a combined four. Like they lost to Tennessee by one point, which which is somewhat impressive. They lost to Seattle. Hold on. They should have been blown out in that game, though. Yeah. I, I understand that. But they lost to Seattle by one point. Yep. And then they lost to Dallas by three. Yes. Which, which I think that was probably the biggest biggest kick in kick in the butt yeah. for them um, was that. But honestly, yeah, as as before, it, it's the Packers' division to lose. Lions have promise. Vikings need to figure their shit out, and the Bears have a big question mark in the off season about who's going to be their quarterback next yep. year. Yep. So. Okay, let's move on to the NFC South, which we got right. Mm-hmm. We knew it was going to be the Saints and Bucks at the top, and we knew it was going to be the Falcons, Panthers at the bottom. Which order? We might not have got right. But Saints have won the division by way of having the tiebreaker already sewn up, so it doesn't really matter what happens the next next week. Um, Tampa ends up finishing second, still in the playoff push. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're in a playoff spot right now, aren't they? They are, yeah. They are, right? Yeah. Yep. So they're sitting in the sixth spot right now in the NFC. But there's a chance that they could drop out. The Bears would have to win both of their games. I don't really see it happening, so I think Tampa's pretty much going to be in the playoff. Um, Tampa struggled in some games this year, and we thought that they were going to, with the weapons that they had, we thought that they might have some uh, some promise on the offensive side. Brady has looked inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I think is the best way to put it. He hasn't looked bad. Don't get me wrong, but he, he has, he's looked inconsistent and the saints, despite the fact that they've had breeze out for multiple weeks and yep. Taysom Hill changing the offense is now a quarterback. Um, They kind of just rolled along and now we see them at 11 and four. W- what do you really make of uh, both of those teams going into the playoffs? 
But the Saints, with what they've done without Michael Thomas for a majority of the year and without Breeze for the four games, I think is what it was, um, have been outstanding. Their their defense has all of a sudden stepped up and been a top five unit. And it's it's for me, it's come out of not relatively nowhere, but uh, definitely not what I expected. Like you look like Trey Hendrickson is second in the league for sacks. And yep. it's one of those like, they they showed that the Saints, I think it was the Saints 2018 draft, and it was probably one of the most elite drafts I've ever seen in my life. And yes. it was and it was like holy crap, like uh was it 2018 or was it 2017? Keep talking, yeah, I'll pull them 20, up. 2017. There we go. I just pulled it up. So 2017? They, they, they oh, with a, Lattimore and all that. Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramshek, who's their starting tackle marcus williams uh alvin kamara in the third round trey Hendrickson in the third round like that's literally the core of their team right now based off one draft yeah and and it's it's astounding what they've done especially with with Taysom hill taking over for uh breeze when he was out which still is a question mark for me i still would have probably went with winston but it is what it is well we uh, all thought it was gonna be winston, and then it wasn't winston it was like what yeah. what is going on it's it's just very weird but um Saints, Saints have been have been great. They've been they've been who honestly who we thought they were going to be. Um, the biggest thing for them is just staying healthy. Obviously, they they've they established the run this week against the Vikings and 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 shown that they can run the ball. Now, when Thomas comes back, can they make the best of both worlds? We'll have to see about that one. Yeah. Um, the Bucks have been honestly. We we had the we had the chat when we we discussed the divisions earlier in the year. Um, we almost figured that the Tampa Bay had too many pieces. And that they wouldn't get that cohesive unit, and that they would be, uh, I called be that. all over the place, right? So we, I we, called we, that. We had that discussion where it was like, "Hey, yeah, they have all the pieces in place, but will they put it together?" I don't know. It, it was one of those his big question mark, right? So um, Tom has kind of looked like Father Time has caught up to him a little bit. Um, their running game is non-existent; and it's absolute dog shit. Um, so them in the playoffs is going to be very, very interesting, especially if they have to go into a place like if they go into mile high with no running game. Yeah, could be could be a very uh it could be night. something. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it could be the exact opposite of with the previous matchup when they when they met up earlier in the year. Yeah, where Green Bay got absolutely torched. So um to stay in that division though, um I as much as I want to say the Panthers are on their way up, I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater. No, I have no idea what to make of the Panthers team anymore. Like I thought they have have the not the answer. No, well, I think we kind of knew that before the season. We 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 talked about that at least off air. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't going to be the answer. He was going to be a a Mm stopgap. And to be honest, looking at that team, obviously my brother being a Panthers fan, I know a little more information about the Panthers than I probably should, but. Um, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Their defense is definitely going to be their stall, the, the, their star player in the next couple of years. Oh, absolutely. Jer- Jeremy Chin looks like a great pick as a safety right there. He's been safety li- linebacker hybrid. He's p- potentially going to win rookie defensive rookie of the year. Um, it's between him and Chase Young right now, so it's definitely interesting on that one. Um, Derek Brown's looking good as a defensive tackle. Um, obviously, when you have, you have you have Shaq. Uh, Thompson in the center uh, of your middle linebacker replacing Keekley, which is hard to do. Um, it, it's definitely there. 
They have the weapons on offense. Robbie Anderson has looked great this year coming over from the Jets. Um, yep. The biggest thing is just the quarterback play, right? And if you can get a healthy McCaffrey next year, there's a chance the Panthers have have a good winning record next year. There's yeah. a good chance of that. So Falcons, they have they have the offense. Their defense has been atrocious. Uh, defense has been terrible as we thought they were going to be. They've surprised a couple teams, obviously with the Raiders blowing up the Raiders in that game. It was not something people expected. Chuck, you um, could not figure that <laughs> offense out. Not at all. They they started off terribly. Uh, and then all of a sudden they came out and beat Minnesota and then they lost to Detroit and then yep. they win against Carolina and Denver and then lose to New Orleans. Then they blow out Las Vegas and then <clears throat> lose to New Orleans and LA straight and then Tampa yep. as well. So it's like Atlanta, they got to figure something out. They got to figure out, do they blow it up? Do they, do they keep it going? Obviously new head coach and that kind of stuff. So we'll see what goes on with that, but I don't see Atlanta moving up in the division very much in the next couple of years. So. If anything, they're going to go down to fourth. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And I, like looking at the Saints drafting over the last few years, if you even go back to uh, 2016 as well. So you said the 2017 draft was like elite for them. Yeah. Listen to the four players that they drafted in the first, in their first four picks in 2016, Sheldon Rankins. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty good. Yeah. Michael Thomas. He's been pretty good. <laughs> They drafted Von Bell, who is now on Cincy, and they drafted David on Yamada. That's two years where you got a pretty good draft class. And everybody says it all comes down to drafting, and clearly that is the truth. Like you have yeah. to draft, you have to draft right. You have to. But I, I think you, you nailed everything on the head in this division. So I'm not going to say too much. The Saints have looked very good, no doubt about that. Tampa has looked good in games and looked horrible in others. So it'll be interesting which Tampa team shows up in the playoffs. That's really where it's at. Pretty much. Okay, one division left, buddy. NFC West. And we got three of the teams in the right order, just in the wrong spot. Yeah. Because the team that we thought was going to win this division is in dead last in the division. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you can't really blame San Francisco. Think about what happened in the first three weeks. They lost everybody. Garoppolo went down. Kittle went down. Like... You, you could name half of their roster, and it was all uh, Mostert, who just signed the big contract in the offseason. He went down. That will obviously play a factor into the season. And, like, I I say this, this season's a throwaway for San Fran. I think they'll be back next year. They'll be not necessarily first in the division, but they'll be competing for playoff spots next year. I'm not too concerned about them. Mm-hmm. What came out of this division in, because of that is three teams within two games of each other, all playing pretty good football, all probably deserving of a spot in the playoffs, but won't all make the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. Or possibly they might, they might make all the big, they all might all make the playoffs. Jeez. I can't talk right now, Yeah, but it's been fun to watch. You've got mm-hmm. the quarterback play of Russell Wilson, who for the first six weeks of the season was the MVP favorite. Then you go to Los Angeles where it's their defense that carries that team by far. And then over to Arizona, where it's a run and gun. We're going to just try to outscore you offense with Kyler Murray at the helm. Like, mm-hmm. it's been entertaining to watch. Uh, what what do you make of the stacked top of the NFC West? Yeah, obviously, I'm not like the Niners. It's just injuries. That's their biggest problem. Yeah, that, 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 that wasn't their fault. Problem, so, no, it wasn't and, their fault. Uh, Seahawks. I, we knew they were going to be good. I think I, I feel like for some reason I had Arizona winning this division. I don't know why. I think I was very high on them going into the season, but um, looking at looking at their look at the looking at their team, 
Um, they're not built to be contenders right now. No, they're definitely on the right track. For they're, sure. they're a playoff team, but not a contender. Yeah. And, and, and it's one of those, they definitely have to um, better figure out how that offense is going to work. Um, I think they've, they've gotten points of it so far, but obviously there's been some games where their offense just doesn't show up and it's just yep. interesting how they lose. Like, like they lost to Detroit earlier in the year, which is like, yeah, they did <laughs> saying something, right. Um, they lost to Carolina. They lost to Detroit, like Miami. They lost to Seattle. They lost to new England. Like some of these games should not be losses. So no. they definitely have to shore things up. Their defense has stepped up in the last couple of weeks to definitely make them a better team. Um, I will give them that for sure. Um, but overall, I think they are deserving of that third spot in the, in the division. Oh, absolutely. The, the Rams are the biggest surprise for me. I, 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 I always like the defense was good. We knew that Ramsey, Don, uh, Donald, we knew their defense was going to be good. The biggest change for me is Jared Goff has stepped up as a quarterback. And, and he's and, not doing anything crazy. Let's let's be honest. It's not like he's like a lead leader or anything, right? No, now. he's just not being trashed on the road. That's the biggest thing. Like he's that's it. Road, exactly. road, road golf isn't a thing anymore. Before it was 100%. <laughs> now, not so much. Well, maybe last week, like, like home golf from last week against the Jets is a whole different story. But that was, that was, that was just an awful game for the team. That should have yeah. been a win and they should have been tied for the division lead. Yeah. So, um, honestly, I'm not surprised where Seattle is. Other than their defense, um, they have a they have an amazing team. Like they yeah. they've they, their offense is elite. Obviously, DK and Tyler Lockett will combine with Russell. Um, you put Chris Carson in there when he's healthy, and it, their offense is elite. Uh, the biggest thing is their defense. They have the linebackers, but the corners are just dropping like flies. Yeah, so they're just not they're not there right now. The Legion of Boom is no more. So they need to somehow try and get that back. And, and if they if they can, I think there's a very good chance that next year they do win the division again. And I think there's even a chance they fight for that number one spot if if they can improve that defense more. Because if you have a ten and four record right now with the defense you currently have, there's a definitely just imagine what it could be with yeah. a good defense. <laughs> exactly. There's only room for improvement. So, yeah, no, I I agree with you 100. percent I think um, you you mentioned it with the Cardinals. They're just not there yet. They're on the way up, though. They, they've been getting better the last couple of years. Um, Kyler Murray obviously made a take a big step this year, and he's looked very, very good. I wouldn't say great or elite, but he's looked very good this season. Um, they've done – they've exceeded a lot of people's expectations. I think I had them in fourth in the division, but I had them with a winning record at the beginning of the season. I still – I was always high on the Rams because of their defense, so for me that wasn't the surprise, but Jared Goff's play this year – I guess is sort of a surprise. I, I shouldn't really say it's a surprise because I think we all thought Goff was a good quarterback, just not a great quarterback. And he stepped up and played very good this year, I guess, as the quarterback. Not he's still not great, still not elite, but he's played very good. And exactly what that Rams offense needed from a quarterback play. And you can't say anything more about Russell Wilson. That guy is just elite. Like he deserves everything that comes his way, and he's he he will keep going. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so heading into the playoffs right now, we'll look at the playoff picture and the Packers and the Chiefs currently would get the first round buys uh, mm-hmm. in the AFC and the NFC respectively. And then as it stands right now in the AFC, the Bills would play the Dolphins in the first round. So a divisional matchup in the wild card round. Mm-hmm. That will be interesting. Colts would play the Steelers and the Titans would play the Browns. 
So some very interesting matchups there. Mm-hmm, we could see sure. we could see the Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Browns in the next round. <laughs> uh more like Chiefs, Bills, Titans, Browns. Titan Titans Colts. <laughs> Titans Colts. Colts beating the Steelers. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. They play this week, don't they? They do. Yep. Yeah. So this is a potential first round matchup. But there's preview. also there's also a chance that it ends up being Titans Steelers because the Browns potentially could jump into that divisional spot. So there's also a chance that it could be Titans Colts Steelers Browns. Very true. It should be three divisional matchups in the wild card round. It'd be very interesting to see how the last two weeks play out. Yes. And then over in the AFC, there's there's only two teams on the a- in the AFC that could m- still sneak in Baltimore um, and the Vegas Raiders. Vegas literally needs to win out and hope that Miami and Baltimore both lose. There's a real chance that Miami drops out and Baltimore goes in. So yeah, so that that's that's the other <laughs> thing that could happen. Uh, in the NFC, we already said Packers are first, and they have a pretty good chance to ride that out the way the Saints are playing right now. Uh, But Saints are currently sitting in second. Seattle third. Washington is sitting in fourth because the divisional winners get the top four seeds. We've already talked about that enough this year that that shouldn't be the case, but whatever. Um, Rams in fifth. Buccaneers in sixth. Cardinals in seventh. And then you've got the Bears one game behind. And then for some reason, they still have all because they're in the division. But the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys are all technically still in the playoff race, even though they're 11th, 13th, and 14th in the conference. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, there's still some – there's one – two places technically still up for grabs. Uh, Yeah. One wild card and then the the, uh, NFC East. Yeah. It all comes down to – the Bucks are pretty much safe, I believe. Um, it all comes down to the Cardinals and Bears. See who's, who gets in there. Um, I think, I think the Cardinals will probably hold on to that, but I think so. As long as they take care of the business, that's the biggest thing. Um, I think if they win this week, I think they're confirmed in, but honestly, when it comes to like matchups and stuff like that, you got Saints Cardinals right now, you got Seahawks Bucks, and Rams, Washington. Um, there's not a whole lot of. Like Seahawks, Bucks would be interesting. Maybe Saints, Cardinals, but Rams, Washington. I don't think anybody wants to watch that. So <laughs> I don't think anyone uh, wants to watch the NFC East in a playoff game this year. The, like, there's definitely right now the AFC is going to look. It looks like it's going to be a lot better matchups in the playoffs. Yeah, so. for the for the for the wild card round, 100. percent There could yeah. be some fun matchups in the NFC in the divisional round, but yep. for the yeah for the. Uh, Wild card round. The AFC will be much more entertaining to watch. Yeah, we'll have to see about that one. That'll do it for our kickoff segment sponsored by Canada Kicking Academy. If you were looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. The Ferraro brothers, Daniel and Gabe, are both University of Guelph alumni, and they want to teach you everything they've learned over the years. You can visit them at canadakickingacademy.com or follow them on Instagram at canadakickingacademy for more information. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we will talk world juniors and day one really of world juniors and what we expect for the rest of the tournament right here on garage door sports
Welcome back, Kyle. Let's keep it short. Let's keep it sweet. World Juniors, three games yesterday. Saw multiple, well, all three games actually had a winner. No ties yet. Um, Slovakia beat Switzerland 1-0. Finland beat a absolutely depleted Germany side 5-3. I'm not, we'll, we'll get into that one probably more than the other ones. Yeah. And then Russia beat the U.S. 5-3 as well. Um, the Slovakia-Switzerland game kind of, not going to talk about surprise it. either way. We'll let that one go. One nothing yeah. game. Both teams. The game was entertaining because neither team really wanted to score. Moving on. Finland, Germany. The Germans had 14 skaters. Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. And they managed to score three goals and push Finland to a 5 3 game. Tim Stutzel looked like the top three pick that he is. Played 26 it, yeah. minutes. To put it in perspective for people who don't know hockey as much, usually there's 18 skaters out on, yeah. out on, on the bench. Yeah. So. Him and uh, Florian Elias both had a goal and an assist. Mm-hmm. Stutzel played 26 minutes as a forward. Yep. <laughs> the only player who played more than him on the German team was uh, Simon Nip, who played... Almost 29 minutes as a world junior. Yeah. That's that's unheard of. In comparison, the highest minutes for a Finnish player was 23 by Ville Hainola. I hope I said that right, but I probably no clue. And the highest rated forward for the Finnish team played 17 minutes. So Stutzel played nine more minutes than the next highest rated forward on the Finnish team. That's a joke. Yeah. Um, the Germans now play the Canadians today. We're, we have to assume they're going to be tired. And the Canadian team is playing their first game in the tournament with the added bonus that the Canadians lost their captain, Kirby Dak, to injury. So they're going to have extra bulletin board material, win it for Dak. I feel bad for the Germans. It's not going to be pretty. Let's it's that. not going to be pretty. I feel bad for them because I actually like watching this German team. They're like the last couple of world juniors. They've been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for them this year. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good. Let's put it that way. No. Um, there's, there's always teams at the tournament. You always, you, you feel for, you want them they to do well. Um, you know, Switzerland always plays, always plays, usually, usually plays tough this year. I don't know how, how tough they're going to be. Germany looks like that scrappy team that you you don't want relegated that you want to see in the next next years yeah. uh, next years to come. Um, we'll see what other teams step up like that. Maybe it's Austria. Who who knows what it'd be. Um, th- yeah. This looks like it's Canada's tournament to lose. I think Absolutely. there's a chance. I think there's a chance that the U.S. compete. There's a chance that Russia competes. Um, Russia is my underdog to win the tournament for yeah. me personally, just because you look at Askarov. Um, and what he what he brings, he didn't play great last last game. He, he yeah, let's get good, let's get but, into that. Let's get into that though. But yeah. five three game, both starting goaltenders were supposed to be the top two goaltenders in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Askarov and Knight were supposed to be the top two goaltenders in the tournament. They both looked a little shaky in game one. I'm not saying they looked horrible. Well, Knight yeah. looked bad. Knight looked bad. Yeah, but Askarov didn't look horrible, but he didn't look comfortable either. And I don't know what it is because he struggled last year in the tournament as well. So when we're looking at these two teams, they're probably the two top teams to compete against Canada this year. Sweden doesn't look 
like uh, the world beaters they have been recently. Finland barely handled the German team with 14 skaters, so I don't really know what to expect from that Finnish team either. Mm-hmm. We'll see what Canada looks like today. That'll yeah. be that'll be a big test. Like we saw them in the pre-tournament game, they beat the Russians one nothing. Now, both teams did not look ready to play that game. I'll be honest. They they were not skating very fast. There wasn't a whole lot of action going on. They were kind of feeling each other out. Yeah. This should be Canada's tournament, as you mentioned. But Askarov has the ability to carry a team. We see yeah. that in the KHL. 100%. And, and honestly, he, he looked... Askarov looked good going into that third period. It was 4-1 yeah. at that point. Like He, he was doing fine. He wasn't First goal was special. awful. Yes, I, I will admit that. The third goal, honestly, that Zeger shot was just a bullet, and I don't think he would have stopped it no matter yeah, what no. goal he was in that. So, realistically, he gave up two, let's say, two... One muffin, one not great goal, and, and one, one, okay. one one okay goal we'll, we'll give him. So, uh, ultimately... It, I think it does come down to. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Russia Canada. I think that's just how it's gonna work. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they don't match up before the medal round. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> oh God. Bless so, you. Uh, Bless you. He's just um, <laughs> sneezing. But, but anyways, it, it's one of those. I think that would be a great, great gold medal matchup if if it is possible. We'll we'll see what happens there. I don't know. Um, but. Those those teams like look the best. And obviously, I, I think Knight's one of the most, probably one of the most overrated goalies. Like he, yes, he does well. He, he's probably one of those guys who does well in. Oh God! Goodness, go. are you okay? Um, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, he's one of those goalies that does well in the juniors, um, and then when it comes to uh, international competition and that kind of stuff, um, seems to take a step step back compared to what he was. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you look at it before, like you look at last year too, like he took a step back as well when it came to the tournament last year as well. And, and it ultimately got replaced. Um, he went back in obviously, but he got replaced for, for a game and a half, I believe, um, by the other goalies. So we'll, we'll see what goes on with that team in Sweden. We, we don't know what goes on with them. They could be good. Could be not. Who knows? Finland looks okay. Uh, obviously with, with, barely hanging on i guess you could say against germany yes it was 5-2 and then made it 5-3 but still the fact that germans put in three goals on, on finland says something about um does that say more about the german team or the finnish team though <laughs> it, it, it could say like well that we're, we're missing out on a potentially great german team by by only having 14 players there's a real potential of that we don't know um, or I could say that that Finland's not as strong of a team, and there's a good chance that that Canada Finland game, which everybody thought was going to be potentially for the one division. of the one of the better games in the division, could not be a great game in the division. We'll see. Yeah, but um, it's definitely an interesting year. But it's definitely Canada's to lose. I think. Yeah, and I think you nailed it on the head. And you look at what we're really expecting from the tournament, and that Canada Finland game to end the round was supposed to be a big one. Yeah. We'll see. It could still be. Like let's not let's not deny that fact, but Yeah, for sure. Canada plays Germany today. They play Slovakia tomorrow, yeah. which they should handle both of those games pretty easily. Then they play the Swiss team on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which you just really never know what to expect when Canada plays Switzerland. Switzerland could have an awful tournament and then just play their best game of the tournament against Canada because it's just the way it works. Yeah. And then they play the Finnish team. Uh, to round everything out. So, I mean, I'm expecting this Canadian team to go far. I The big question mark is goaltending. Everything else, I think they're the best team by far. Yeah. 
Yeah. The only question is goaltending because none of these players have played in a world junior before. None of the goaltenders. Mm-hmm. And none of them have played this season. Like that's that's a big thing. None of them have played since March. Mm-hmm. So they'll be rusty. It'll be interesting to see how they come off of not playing for nine months and just step right into the fire and be like, okay, we're playing in the world junior. One of you guys have to take the mantle. Good yeah, luck. Good luck. Like right now, it looks like it's Devin Levi's team. It, yeah, I agree, like, but you just don't um, know. No, you, you you don't know, and we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, maybe maybe they go to Goche, maybe they go to uh, Garen. We we don't know what happens. So, um, all depends how the first couple games go. So, yeah. if 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 the games go according to plan, then they go according to plan. But who knows? Yeah. Um, last question to round everything off. Do they replace Kirby Dak as captain? Like you mean put a C on somebody else? Do they do they give the C to somebody else or do they add another A? Maybe uh, not necessarily give somebody else a C, but do they add another A? I would say no, as of right now. I, I, I think I think it's a, it's a special placeholder. And I think um, to replace it now would just be just be throwing a letter on somebody, and I don't think it would be, you know, rightfully deserved, I guess is what you could say. Um and I think people might view it as that as well. People might not view it the same as if it was. Well, you're uh, supposed to have three. That's the problem, right? Yeah, like, like I 100% could see putting another putting another A. I could 100% okay. see that. Um, but I don't think it would be a, a a different a change to a C. Okay, exactly. So I I just I think it means too much to people, and I think. Well, they made such a big deal about it too, right? Like they had Connor McDavid announced to the team on the Edmonton scoreboard that Kirby Dak, who he played against in the playoffs last year, yeah, was the captain. Like it, it's a big deal for sure. So that's why I was wondering 100%. if what you thought. No, I I, th- I think they leave it as is. I don't. I think they they they'll add another A and throw it in somebody who potentially was you know the last choice uh, of of getting an A maybe. Uh, so like maybe. a Drysdale, uh, Byfield. So, so, yeah. Something along those lines that you know would have been an A, would have been an A if they had more to use, um, but unfortunately missed out because they could only put so many A's on people. Like something like that um, would definitely be along the lines of of what I'm expecting. That's fair. Uh, They could take a a great turn. Who knows? But uh, we'll we'll see with that one. So, all right, buddy. Final thoughts of the of the week. We're done for this show. So, what, what's your final thought, man? Um, that's a good question. Uh, happy holidays for everybody. First off, um, say that off the bat. I uh, hope everybody stays safe and enjoys the time with family and, and friends if you can. Um, if, if if you are allowed, obviously with restrictions and stuff, with with us here in Ontario going into a uh, shutdown as of today. Lockdown. Uh, so. Obviously, where 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 I live it is it's been shut down for months, so um, yeah. it, it doesn't really matter for to me to be honest. But it is what it is. Um, I'm happy to see the NHL progressing towards actually becoming back. So still a couple hurdles they need for the the Canadian division, um, but everything else seems to be on track. As long as they do the testing correctly, I'm excited for the season to come. Um, I'm excited for for things to to happen. And I'm excited for uh, football as well, uh, playoff time. Playoff football is just something different than regular season football. Oh, it's a and, different and I, beast. And I'm, I'm definitely excited for that in the next couple of weeks. So, 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think uh, the playoff football is a different beast for sure. And it's a lot of fun to watch. So absolutely, you nailed it on the head. My final thought, Zion Williamson is an absolute animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is going to be a problem in the West this year in the NBA. Through two games, he's looked, he's looked very good. Get a full season under his belt. It'll be uh, entertaining to watch. That's my final thought. Very simple. I like it. <laughs> and I'm not even a big NBA guy, so it's it got probably surprised Kyle by going NBA with my yeah, final thought. Yeah, I can't, can't say I was expecting that, that's for sure. No, but yeah, he's looked very good. I mean, the Pelicans beat the Raptors in the first game of the season pretty handily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so just expect a lot from Zion and when him and in- when him and Ingram are going well, that team could potentially be very, very good this year. That'll do it for us here at Garage Door Sports. Our final episode of 2020. We are moving on to 2021 with high hopes for 2021. Absolutely. Mostly so we can get out and see each other again. Um, But thank you for listening throughout the year. We are very happy to have been able to go from the small podcast that we were at the beginning to an entire network of shows. Don't forget to follow us at the network at garage door sport on twitter at garage door sports on instagram we're growing all the time we have new shows still actually in the pipeline coming out very soon as of right now we have five we're trying to get bigger don't forget to check out our website as well garage you can see weekly nfl recaps as well as other articles that have been coming out lots of entertaining stuff there if you're looking to follow me and Kyle specifically, you can follow Kyle at Kyle Vardy on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me at Nick McVicker on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and don't forget our other co-host, Irfan. You can find him at Irfan Manji. Uh, lots of soccer content coming from Irfan as he is the host of our soccer show. No surprise there. Uh, other than that, continue to follow us let us know what you are looking for as well because we want to make this uh better every week and we try to be better every week so continue to support and we will continue to put out content for everybody but for everyone here at the garage door sports network and for everyone here at the garage door sports show thank you for listening we will see you next time 